I'm joined on the phone now by the Kamloops Director of Finance, Kathy Humphrey. Kathy, thanks so much for uh, taking the time here today. Hi, Jeff. So I wanted just to start by, uh, you know, getting sort of an overall sense of, of what you have been up to here over these last little last few weeks. I mean, a lot of work has gone into revamping the 2020 Kamloops budget over the past few weeks. I mean, we spent several months. Uh, Ken Christian earlier today was basically saying, you know, it takes about 10 months to put together a budget document. And now over the last, you know, three, four weeks, you basically had to go about and redo the whole thing. I mean, how challenging was it for you to go through that process? Yeah, I mean, it's been uh, it's been unprecedented, I think, as everybody keeps saying. I mean, my team's done a fantastic job, and uh, we've had to sort of reevaluate changing information and um, you know, reduce revenues that normally are secured and then, you know, go through and calculate the offsetting expenditures and, you know, try and balance the budget. There's um, a lot of unknowns, and as I said yesterday, um, I'm sure that we didn't get some of this right, and we will continue to adjust it as we go. Yeah, and that sort of takes me to my next point here. I was going to say, you know, anticipated changes in revenue expectations due to COVID-19. Um, a revenue shortfall here this year in the range of 7 to $12 million. I mean, that's a, a pretty significant range that we're talking about. $5 million is, a, you know, a pretty big gap in terms of what potentially could happen. So with that in mind, I mean, was the work done yesterday enough or is it just too hard to tell right now? I mean, I think we have planned for, uh, we planned, council agreed to plan for the long range. So in terms of having this happen until um, potentially into September. So we planned for the loss of $12 million. I mean, I'm hopeful that the community can sort of get back to some semblance of normal before that. And, and maybe things won't be as bad as we projected, but I think we're prepared if they are. Okay, so plan for the worst case scenario and then obviously hope that doesn't come about. It makes sense when a planning perspective for sure. Now, uh, when, when talking about future budgets too, I mean, you spoke a little bit about this yesterday and how this could potentially have a bit of a ripple effect here moving forward. Um, what, what is your message, I guess, when it comes to how we're going to be going out about budgeting in 2021 and 2022 with the 2020 work now sort of being pushed off into the next year? How does that impact what the plan was for uh, for, for these future budgets? I mean, how does, what, how does this change the way you approach those documents now? Um, I think that the key is to, you know, obviously be flexible and, um, you know, people need to understand that if uh, they thought something was going to happen in 2020 or 2021, um, it may have to be pushed out um, a couple years or a year later. We're trying to balance, um, you know, the economic situation for everyone and not um, try to do more than, than we can afford. So we will um, have to take a look realistically at what the revenues are coming in. Do they bounce back to 2019 levels or are we sort of at a new normal? where we're gradually increasing. We'll have to sort of do a reassessment of uh, pretty much everything in the budget going forward next year. Now, there was about 25 projects, I believe, that were deferred yesterday. Um, I guess when, when you're, I'm assuming this, this conversation is going to be coming up pretty regularly uh, at council meetings here throughout the course of the next, well, really until probably the next full year. So when looking at things that were already deferred, I mean, is there a possibility for some of these things to, to be put back into motion here sooner than later, depending on what happens? I mean, you mentioned, you know, you basically planned for the $12 million in revenue losses. There is that possibility that it is quite a bit less than that. So if that were to happen, best case scenario, does some of this work to eventually move ahead uh, maybe quicker than, than is being planned for right now? 
Yeah, absolutely. I, some of the um, projections we made, we really made with um, very little um, confirmed information. We were just taking our best guess from, you know, what we're reading in the media, what we're hearing from, you know, various people. So uh, we, you know, went really conservative, like I said, on the loss planning for the worst. And um, I'm hopeful that some of the, particularly the um, Community Works Fund, that we plan to have a significant shortfall in that fund. I'm hoping that the, the government steps forward and doesn't um, actually um, reduce that fund, which would mean many of those projects, particularly the active transportation projects, might be able to go forward. Okay, well, I know there's, uh, I'm sure, a lot of people who are, uh, especially in these times, where we're all sitting inside trying to get out as much as possible on those uh, on those trails, on those bike paths, et cetera, who would be uh, more than welcoming uh, some additions here in the city to those, those, uh, those um, you know, trails and, and such. Projects, yeah. <laughs> yeah, thank you, thank you. Uh, again, a little bit of a loss for words here. Now, I did want to ask a little bit about uh, reserve funds as well, because the General Reserve here in Kamloops has about $14 million in it. You did give us a nice uh, review of what was in the reserves back in February, and uh, Council did also approve the ability to borrow up to $15 million if necessary. I mean, can you maybe explain um, why there was a need to pass that particular bylaw uh, to be able to essentially, I guess, take out a line of credit, if you will, when there are some pretty healthy wells to draw from here in Kamloops. Yeah, well, um, really the, the borrowing line of credit is really to address um, cash flow at more than um, the reserves. So as you can imagine, some of our reserves are um, are earmarked for specific things, and we may not want to um, use them for um, purposes other than what we had planned for. And, you know, in worst case scenario, if we end up with a lot of people who potentially are unable to pay their taxes or people who are unable to um, pay certain bills that are coming from the city, we may end up with a little bit of a cash flow shortage as people delay the timing of payments coming into the city. So that primarily was the purpose for the um, potential borrowing bylaw that council passed. Okay, so uh, with that being said, I guess, so the reserve funds are essentially, from, from what I'm gathering from what you just said there, is it's almost like a, a last resort. If, if you needed to take some money from somewhere that you're just trying to make up a shortfall, you could go into reserves, but you do have that earmarked for specific purposes. So you would try to avoid using that at, at, at all costs if, if possible. Yeah, and the reserves can be used if council um, wanted to go ahead with a specific project that maybe was deferred or if something comes up that wasn't in our plan. I mean, every year we set the budget and there's numerous projects that come up. You know, like you mentioned, we passed the budget um, pre preliminarily back in December and, you know, there's all sorts of opportunities or um, things that come up that the community or council wants to do and we use reserves to fund those projects. So, you know, if we have uh, flooding and we need some emergency funds to repair or replace some things in advance of the province, you know, reimbursing us back. If there's an opportunity or a need in the community due to COVID and some of our social crisis or anything like that, our reserves are there to, mostly to cover those sorts of things. Yeah, it makes sense. I remember uh, back in February, I believe it was, that uh, Councillor Walsh had made the proposal to, to try to use some of the reserve money to bring down the, the tax increase, and that was uh, not looked about very favorably around the council table. So I, I understand why there is, um, you know, some concerns around drawing from those when you don't necessarily need to. Uh, Kathy, I'll get you out of here on this. There is another meeting here set for next week, and I believe there's going to be more discussion around, you know, setting the tax rates and making sure that, um, you know, those are all ready to go before tax bills are sent out. I know you said to me uh, before we jumped on air here that yesterday was sort of the big one for you in terms of, uh, you know, how, how you had to go through the budget and make a big whole bunch of changes and proposals that council could then discuss and debate. And, and you know, that kind of work that uh, is all is all now done. Uh, what, what can we expect here next week just for taxpayers? Because I know there is probably some anticipation from homeowners out there waiting to see exactly what their tax bill is going to look like. 
Yeah, so now that we have the actual tax amount that we um, are going to collect, it's just over $114 million, um, we will then take the information we have from BC Assessment and calculate out what the mill rate is going to be for each person. So then um, individual taxpayers will be able to um, look at their assessment um, information from BC Assessment and calculate out what their um, individual increase or decrease or stay the same is um, on their tax bill. And then in addition, we're presenting council with some options in terms of um, flexibility to um, uh, balance cash flows for the city in terms of um, us getting money in that we need to continue our essential services and potentially provide um, some relief to people who may not be able to pay their bills on time. Perfect. Well, Kathy, thank you so much for doing this. I really do appreciate you taking the time. I'm happy to hear that, uh, you know, maybe all the hard work for you is, um, well, it's not all gone, I'm sure, but uh, <laughs> at least a little bit of it is done for now. So thanks so much for uh, filling us in. Really appreciate it. Yeah, no problem. Thanks, Jeff. Awesome. That was uh, the finance director here for the city of Kamloops, Kathy Humphrey. So, uh, yeah, definitely some, some interesting stuff going on when it comes to our budget. That process, I believe, is far from done. It's going to be a, a bit of a rolling situation as we find out more information. What's going to be coming from senior governments? That'll have an impact on what we're a bit available to do, what funds are available for the city to go out and spend. Um, so many unknowns here, of course, as we go through this pandemic. You basically, like Kathy was saying, go and plan for a work worst case scenario and then hope it uh, doesn't uh, roll out exactly like that but you got to plan for the worst and hope for the best and it sounds like that's what our city finance team has done here so far and I'm sure we'll be getting more and more updates as this goes along and, and uh, yeah we'll get more information in terms of that tax rate here next week and uh, I'm sure Ken hopefully Christian the, the mayor of Kamloops will be back on with me he, uh, I don't think he's missed a meeting yet after every council meeting he's been on with me uh, except for once since I've been here and started this show back in the summer so I'm pretty confident that uh, I'll be able to have another chat with him about what's going on with your taxes here next week. Well,